Welcome to another episode of Quick Fix, where I, Drew Shulman, invite a guest onto the show to pitch a quick fanfic episode of Supernatural based on a monster of the week of my guest's choosing. And this week, I have the amazing Katie or Dusty L. Cannon on social media of the amazing Gentleman's Pirate podcast and making it up as we go, a Destiel audiobook fanfic podcast. Hi, thank you for having Hello. me. Hello. Thank you for joining. It's also really weird because I've been hearing your voice all week. I've been <laughs> catching up on uh, season two of Gentleman Pirates. Uh, we have lots of thoughts. <laughs> we talk a I, lot. <laughs> it's just, it's, I feel like Mary and I only started talking about it right around the end of season two. Oh, so like yeah. the sentiment of the show had really changed for her. Yes. Yeah. Poor baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like listening to season two being like, oh no, I know what's coming. I know. I know. Yeah. That's really tough. It's still yeah. such a great show. We still really want it renewed and like want to see, you know, uh, we just, there was a couple of things in the season two finale that we didn't, we didn't like, but that's okay. <laughs> that's it. I think, I think the show does so much good that despite how many little flubs, came, little, how many flubs no, came yeah. up at the end, I think a lot of good still came from it. Sure. And I still think knowing that this was kind of planned to have like I, I think it was said he like he knew he wanted a third season yes. so we ended season two with season three in mind mm-hmm. gives me hope that maybe i mean you can't fix everything right Izzy unfortunately got the ending he didn't deserve right but hopefully some other stuff can be improved yeah i'm a big proponent of don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, especially on a show like this like it's so good. It's so queer. It's so beautiful. Exactly. Um, you know, not everything's going to be a hundred percent and that's okay. And just kind of go with grace and go the, go with the knowledge that they presented it to you in good faith. Like we're not going to demonize anyone and be like, they meant to do this and hurt us. And you know, so. Exactly. Yeah. Like I, I kind of have to always sort of like assume like, especially in this day and age that it was never done like maliciously. Sure. It was just like, they missed they missed what they were trying to hit. They like they sure. knew what they wanted and they just do it again. Well, and then I, the studio, yeah. you know, who knows what happens after the fact. Like, here's here's exactly. our baby. Don't mess with it too much. And the studio's like, take this out. Take this out. <laughs> <laughs> I, again, as I've not finished Supernatural, as you clearly know, and our listeners yes. know as well, I am uh, just to place this in time. Uh, we're recording this while I'm still mid-season seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we... we we're, we're halfway through. We're dealing with Leviathans and we've just lost Bobby. Oh, that's so Oh, I was not ready for that. Oh. Um, but like, I also know that there is a lot of controversy with the ending of Supernatural yeah. because like other regions, when they got the translated version of the scripts for the, the, uh, the voiceover, some of the lines change and change. <laughs> so I know there's always, you know, the creative mm. intention, the original writing, and then the final product. So right. who knows where any blame, if any falls or who right um and as much as i could sit here and talk about gay pirates for the rest of the <laughs> i know day, i know <laughs> <laughs> honestly my show i can do what i want huh. but you are my guest and i'd like to ask yes. in this little fictional um bottle episode of supernatural what would you have the boys face okay so i was i'm glad you worded it that way because i don't necessarily have a monster in mind but more of like a scenario Ooh. And it's more like uh, a labyrinth or like something like Indiana Jones where they have to solve Ooh. puzzles. There's like locking mechanisms. It's like Chamber of Secrets type of thing. Um, I love this. There is an episode uh, later on in Supernatural that there's a tiny bit of that. And um, 
Dean is very much like Indiana Jones hating snakes, where it's like <laughs> the superhero who's afraid of nothing, but then there's that one thing, kind of like Sam with clowns, you know? And, oh my God, yes. Yeah, and so like the the potential for comedy is there. And then the code cracking for Sam to show off his intelligence. Like, I just, I think that would be so much fun. Yeah. This is, this is ripe with, like you said, like the comedy beats of Mm -hmm. just the two of them kind of, and I, and I assume it would just be the two of them. I feel like Cass could be there too. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it'd be the kind of thing where like, they would realize they could bring Cass in because he's an angel. He just appear and show up. Right. And then like within minutes, they'd be like, no, this was a mistake. Yeah. I don't understand how this works. (laughs) It's like, it's worded. I can't get through, but here, let me help you try to crack that. And they're like, Cass, no, buddy. <laughs> like the kind of thing where they get like a really simple, like, in my brain goes to like escape room level puzzles, but I would have to assume they'd be yeah. a little more like ancient evils and like mystical. Well, maybe Cass could really help then. Like maybe he sits in the corner and he's like, well, yeah, that's Aramaic for blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, I love that idea. I think every time we do, I do one of these. I end up with a bit of like, Cash shows up and is useless or secretly is helpful without realizing it. Because it's just like, he has such puppy dog energy to me. He is. He's our golden retriever. Oh, And like, again, it feels like the kind of thing where like, again, I feel like a a worse written show would literally have Sam like, I love escape rooms Mm -hmm. and they're so much fun. And Dean never wants to go to one. Oh no, we're stuck in an ancient evil escape room. Yes. Which like, again... The show probably could pull off if they tried. Absolutely, yeah. This show is, I have never found, I kind of apply Supernatural to a lot of different shows that I watch. And I'm like, could Gotham Knights do a French mistake? Could (laughs) Our Flag Flag Means Death could do a French mistake? But, you know, like, could this show, could the, could like the librarians or shit, you know, like any show you kind of think about, could Game of Thrones have a comedic episode? No. You know, like <laughs> this no, show is like, so wild because it can get so deep and so emotional. It can be so, it can be a true horror show or it can be hilarious. And like, I don't know if that's a testament to the writing or the acting or a combination of both or, you know. I, no, I agree completely. I think like, I'm trying to think of other shows that like could get away with this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And like, Buffy is up there, but I feel like mm-hmm. to compare Buffy and Supernatural is like every day for people sure. who do these kind of shows and stuff. I think Merlin uh, did it a lot. Like there was some goofy episodes of Merlin. Maybe not mm-hmm. meta necessarily because that would be just too far. From, yeah, I still from need to watch setting. Merlin. I've, uh, oh, it's I mean, so I, 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 no, I have plans to watch yes. it. It's also the thing where like I finally saw clips for the first time mm-hmm. uh, because I binge watched all of the Monster of the Week Boys' uh, music videos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. And it totally occurred to me that the the guy who plays Merlin is in one episode of Doctor Who that I love. Oh, okay. Oh, he no. He plays like, oh. this annoying kid in like an amazing oh, episode. Really? Colin Morgan is oh. great. Now, if you're oh, not ready cool. for um, Merlin with him yet, watch The Living and the Dead with him. Mm. It's it's like a mini so series. I think it's on Prime. Mini. Yeah. Keyword mini series. Yes. yes. <laughs> and it's so good. And it's like a horror ghosty type of story Ooh, very mm. my kind of stuff i mean really, obviously but yeah. also very my kind of stuff it's really no, well the, done the next big watch is x files mary and i are gonna follow oh, along okay. with boys again for that one i have to do that i've only seen a couple of episodes like obviously i grew up in the 90s like it was just kind of ubiquitous like you'd flip channels and be like oh i'll catch an episode but i was not like a serial watcher of the x files i think i did like the first maybe three seasons and just fell off but mm-hmm. i was literally like renting the dvds oh okay <laughs> like yeah. that's how old i am 
<laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> okay, so the brothers in a labyrinth type scenario. Mm-hmm. I love this. It. I will admit my first thought was to go with like, it's an escape room, but haunted. Right. Yeah. So like I'm getting trickster vibes a little bit. Mm, yep. 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 But I kind of love that. Yeah. I think the easy answer would go with the demon at the end. Because I think that's yeah. where Supernatural would go as a demon type of situation. But maybe it could be a little bit more, you know, spooky I mean, I could, I could see them doing just in the Supernatural way of like taking mythological creature or entity and making it like it has to survive in modern times. Kind mm-hmm. of like we've seen recently with uh, the Time God from uh, the season seven episode we just watched uh, yeah. where he goes back in time to oh, the yeah. 40s. Oh, that was uh, So I could see like the human embodiment of like the classic labyrinth minotaur mm-hmm. having Ooh. to like trap people in some sort of puzzle because that's how he feeds or something. Okay. So kind of like a gin almost. Yes. Very yeah. much like a gin. I love, yeah. yes. Okay. And then like, it kind of fits the supernatural vibe. Of course mm-hmm. it would just be a really big buff dude right. as a minotaur <laughs> because that's just how supernatural <laughs> does. Every creature is just, here's a human with like, like I oh, think no. we got, I think we said like the only time they've done like a human with like almost creature like features mm. was like the dragons when they had claws. Yes, well, and that's a dra- That's the first thing I think of is the dragons. They're like, we have dragons on the show. No, it's a bunch of middle aged <laughs> men. It's cool. <laughs> like... it, it, it's a middle aged, less than attractive men who <laughs> I think their eyes glow like once, right? and they have like little claws, almost claws. Have you have you seen the Rougarou episode yet? Yes, the no, Ruger is one of the other ones where one's it's like little yeah. wicked because it's like oh yeah. oh okay you look scary and like that's like I like when they go a little bit into the creature yeah but like I can't imagine them making a dude and then like they like get they break into the room and find him and he just happens to be half bull half man like <laughs> how did you like survive this yeah, long like right. like come on <laughs> right but like that's whatever funny. I th- like I just my personal like thought is the idea of like using a bit of that mythology yeah into it. that would be cool. And then you could get away with, like, whether it is an actual, like, he has converted, like, an abandoned subway system into a series of tunnels and puzzles. Or I kind of also just love that he, like, runs an escape room place and every once in a while he, like, fucks with people to get a real meal. (laughs) That would be cool because that could be how they found the case, you know. They're like, all these people went to escape room. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, like, Sans, like, wants to go to this town anyways because he's down for escape room con or some bullshit. Okay. (laughs) See, and I'm the person, I love, like, murder mystery dinners and stuff mm. like that. And, I've never done one of those. Oh, my God. It was so much fun. So we went on a murder mystery riverboat cruise, and I'm always <gasps> pulling my spouse. And I'm like, please, come. When we went to Savannah, Georgia, and that was so much fun. But then for my birthday one year, he took me to a murder mystery dinner uh, in Louisville, and he actually paid extra to make me one of the suspects. And... I didn't even know what was happening. So like everyone's supposed to like vote on who they think killed the person. And you sit there and you have dinner with these people at your table and they get to know you and you're like, oh yeah, I'm just here on a date, whatever. Well, like three quarters of the way through the dinner and they're like, and this person, and they pull out a picture of me, like a photo of me, not at the dinner, like a previous photo. And they're like, and she, da, 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 da. And everyone looks at me and is like, have you been an actor this entire time? And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And they're like, we think you're lying. But it, he, my husband slipped the photo to them and he like paid extra to make me a part of it. Oh, that's magic. Yeah. And I like couldn't convince these people that I wasn't just a paid actor, you know, oh, sitting and having so dinner good. with them. <laughs> and like, what a nice little compliment too. Like, I got to say, that'd be so yeah. nice. Yeah. 
it oh, was that so, is it so, was much, so fun. much fun yeah i had a blast my uh my local game store just recently um extended their shop and essentially the extra space is going to be like an event space oh fun and i've been working with the, their um coordinator on some projects we want to do together there and one of the ones we said is like once they have their liquor license like doing like an evening game night slash murder mystery oh, like fun yeah. Oh no, it's I, I want to get in on those. I think it's such a fun concept. Yeah. So yeah. Which is so, why like an episode like this, I'd be hooked on. Oh my god. Trying to solve the puzzles while you're watching. And he's like, Sam. Dean is like, Sam. You just want to go because you want to go to the escape room. And he's like, No. <laughs> people have gone missing. People go to these escape rooms and they go missing. Dean, it's a case. <laughs> oh, and then like of course Dean like not even that would blow it off. It's like no, no. It's just them drumming up press. Like yeah. it's clearly fake. <laughs> oh. Oh, part of me also kind of imagines, like, I think the obvious thing you do is you have the the puzzles that Sam can't solve, but Dean for some reason can because mm-hmm. of just some niche knowledge he has. Yes. <laughs> oh, like, I'm picturing, did you ever watch um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I've seen a smattering of episodes, yes. There's one where they're in an escape room and it's like very clearly like the captain who is like, I am smart and know things. Oh, yeah, yeah. The assistant who's also very smart but just lazy and doesn't care. Yeah. And the two worst cops. <laughs> but like each of them, like one of them figures it out because like he happens to know Morse code because uh, one of his favorite like food brands he can only order from another place and they have to <laughs> communicate in Morse for no reason. And like just like I picture Dean like in a room and like Sam like I can't figure it out. Yes. Dean's like... Just, like, fiddling with toy cars on a shelf being like, can you believe they've got, like, a whole set of these Hot Wheels? Like, the 63, the 84, and the... Wait, those numbers. Yes! Yes! <laughs> yes, it's like the My Cousin Vinny moment where, you know, yes. it's like you have this niche knowledge of there's no way that it could be this car because it has a, you know, a dual yeah. suspension or something. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, it doesn't make sense. They have all the models, but they're missing the 1942. Like, yeah. the most famous one. Why would it be missing? And then, like, oh, that's the code to the safe. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, yes. I I think that's another thing too with bottle episodes is I just love the idea of like the fish out of water scenario where you kind of get to put like one of them in a weird place. Right. Um, I believe the first fanfic we did with this was uh, Audra from Gateleapers. We basically had Dean having to like follow the rules of D&D while Sam was like giddy about it. Dean hated it, but ended up loving it. Oh, how fun. Yeah, yeah. So it could be like that where Dean like super gets into it and Sam is like, okay, I'm kind of tired of this now. Uh, <laughs> almost like disappointed that he doesn't get to be the hero that he has to just watch his brother save the day. Oh, yeah, that's kind of adorable. I love oh, it. that's cute, but I love it. Um, so I feel like that kind of covers my next question, usually, which is like, which of the brothers would kind of be the focus of this episode? And mm-hmm. I think this is a fairly like balance. You kind of get yeah. both of them. Yeah, I think so. After so many, like this whole season six and seven, where it's like all Dean all the time, which I don't mind, right? I, I, Sam deserves some spotlights here and there. Honestly, I love when they can show him off, you know, and they can show that he's, you know, I know he has sometimes just some obscure esoteric knowledge, but like this would be a great time to show off some obscure esoteric knowledge. You exactly. Know? <laughs> like I would love the idea that he like happens to know like some really arbitrary facts about yeah. like map making or like something like super niche and nerdy or mm-hmm. like, fl- like I feel like knowledge of flags is another one of those nerdy things. Right. Have. Can we pause just for just a second? Like... I think my child is knocking on the door. Sure, go ahead. Natalie? No, no, no. I'm recording something. Can you go ask Daddy for whatever is you need? Okay. Thank you. Aw. Thank you. <laughs> I know you have kids. Yes, I have two, 15 and 8. Oi. Yeah, two girls. That's a, oh, good age gap. Yeah, and well, and then I have tw- 
uh, a 29 and a 26 year old stepdaughters, and they both have daughters. Oh, so yeah. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. That's like four girls, two granddaughters. Yeah. Woof. Yeah. That's gotta be a fun holiday. It's a spread. Yeah. Well, the 26 year old's a Jehovah's Witness, so she doesn't do holidays. And it's amazing how often <laughs> out here our first our first year here was Chris we, we moved here to the Halifax right around the holidays mm-hmm. and the number of people who like commented on us like not having Christmas decoration or not mm-hmm. celebrating Christmas and assume we were Jehovah's Witnesses oh and funny like, no, we're just Jewish yeah <laughs> it's just funny. it's like it, like what was the what, what, what are the joke we keep telling is one of the neighbors goes oh you're JW and we go put an E in the middle yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah oh, yeah no, the eight-year-old's been sick. She's had a fever and achy, oh. achy legs and stuff. I think she has the flu. So, yeah, no, that definitely sounds like a bad flu. Yeah. So, Oof. anyway, where are we going into oh, with better. Sam? So yeah, a so, balance of Sam with his. Knowledge. I think is a great way to do it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. a balance where each gets kind of shine in their own little way. Mm-hmm. Like Dean, like. I, I, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like defying the odds and being like secretly good at it. Yes. And then Sam kind of having to accept that, like you know, we have to share the load. I can't always be the star. Yeah, but I'd love for Sam to have like the the final key that unlocks whatever is the big bad or the the, the final thing. Like I could almost even see it as being like like at some point they figure out, oh, it's let's just say it's a minotaur, like mm-hmm. you know, with like. And uh, Dean's like, oh, psh, I know how to deal with these things. It's easy. It's right. da, 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 da. And then at the end, like, it doesn't work. And Sam's like, no, I realize what he's doing wrong. And I get to be, yeah. like, his hunting knowledge outdoes Dean this yeah. time for once. Because I, I do think Sam sometimes gets the short end of the stick on episodes. Yeah, and I then, think that's, you know, And we yeah. love our Sam. Because I'm a dusty L shipper. I'm all about Dean and Cass. But I love Sam. I love him. That's it. I think so Sam is, like, so, we've been talking about it a lot in the last few recordings yeah. that haven't come out yet. But, like, there's this, like, general vibe that, like, Sam is so, like, underutilized compared to Dean. He is. Like, he's either, like, the MacGuffin in Mm -hmm. an episode. Like, he is the thing that's drinking demon's blood and they have to deal with. Yeah. But he never gets, like, developmental episodes the way Dean does as much. Yeah. Or his development is very, like, sidelined to the episode. Because he wasn't, because he's not as clearly flawed as Dean. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, oh, no, you're a person who doesn't need to grow and change. (laughs) You're already grown and changed. (laughs) That's it. There's, like, like a weird vibe to Sam where it's, like, I we kind of, we we said it was, like, the writers didn't know how to write him. Yeah. Because Dean is so much more fleshed out. But also his flaws are a lot more, like, blunt. Yes. Sam is, like, more nuanced and they, like don't explore it as much right yeah and i think he's uh you know dean's the han solo he's the indiana jones and yeah. you know he's fun to write i think you know and and sam is too and sam you know we love our sam but yeah i wish yeah. they would have found a little bit more of a balance given him and some that, and, wins. And, and, yeah i feel like sam like like this is a great example of an episode where like sam could be the star of mm-hmm. the episode yeah but like even you and i as fans of the show want to see both of them flourish sure yeah, exactly. But it really feels like the writers, at least up until season seven, were like much more on the Dean train than the Sam mm-hmm, train. Mm-hmm. Yep. And again, I, I think for a lot of obvious reasons, it, it's it's he he's kind of more emblematic of what the show is meant to uh, yeah. be. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, he's he's the driver. He drives the exactly. car. He drives the car. You know, like and, and Sam is just you know shutting his mouth because he's shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, just... sorry. Shuts his cake hole. Yeah. Yeah. As, it is wild how, it, the dynamics that come into play. And I don't know necessarily why or how, but, you know, 
There are definitely, oh, it's have- definitely there. Well, I do have two younger brothers, although we weirdly figured out uh, when the middle one got married uh, a few months ago that despite him being the middle child, he has the eldest child energy and <laughs> the middle child energy <laughs> and like a lot of the stigmas that go with those. Yeah. But like just in general, having a brother who is a little bit more of the like, can even if they're not actively taking the spotlight, oh, yeah. it tends to lean to them. Mm-hmm. I, I very much understand being the Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I would be too, because I was the middle child but and the only girl, but my younger brother, I was 11 when he was born. So it was 12-year-old, 11-year-old, newborn. So oh, for wow. until 11 years old, it was just me and my older brother. And my dad very much favored him, was like, you're my, you're my son. Ugh. And, you know, they're like, and you too, Katie, you know, so. Like, I, I won't, I won't project on your father. I, sure, I don't have sure. the right to do that. I don't oh, know no. the guy. John Winchester but like, that has, I was going to say, uh-huh. like, not nearly as bad, but like, I no. get that. But yeah, it was definitely like, you're my golden child. Come bask in my glory. And Katie, you can tag along later if you want. So. Well, that was like, I mean, like, love my father. We are super right. close now. In fact, moving out and moving province has made us even more oh, like good. close, which yeah. is nice. But, like, growing up, that was kind of the same vibe. Yeah. My middle brother was very much into the things he was into. Mm-hmm. So they got to bond over cars yes. and going to car shows and going yeah. for drives and biking. Mm-hmm. And then the little bro- the littlest brother just sort of, like, glommed onto whatever they were doing. Yeah. So, like, I would be like, I'm going to stay home and watch Power Rangers and yeah. play Pokemon. You guys go look yeah. at cars. I don't care. Yeah. I'm happy to be alone with my Nintendo. <laughs> right. Right. No, I was definitely like that. So, yeah, even though I am the middle child, I definitely feel like the young, the two, the double ch- children with the being the younger one, like a Sam. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I think Sam often, like, the way the show treats him is middle, like, child yeah. energy, but the way he's treated by John and Dean is the youngest child yeah. energy. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, I'd be curious. Let's say, and again, whether it's a Minotaur or something else, whatever this creature mm-hmm. is that's ultimately running this puzzle. Who would you put in that role? Is there a particular actor you would cast in that for fun? You know what you're talking about? Colin Morgan. And I think he is excellent in everything he does. So if I could like stunt cast, it would be him. Honestly, I was going to say like of the actors we've been talking about, I did not think of him, but like now going back to like what I know of him from Merlin and from the one Doctor Who episode he's in, Mm -hmm. I can see that being really good. Plus I also like the idea of like, you picture the Minotaur as this giant buff, like Jason yeah. Momoa-esque man statue. Uh-huh. And get like this relatively scrawny, but like raggedy like kid. Mm-hmm. I'd say relatively like, um, I don't know. Watch the living in the dead and season five of Merlin. <laughs> and he's not scrawny anymore. Really? Oh, I, to me, he's like a little twig of a boy. Oh no. Yeah. He looks he like is... Cumberbatch's like sick he... little child. Okay. He did. He did in like season one, season two, he got a very unfortunate haircut. And his little ears are sticking yeah. out. And then season five rolls around and I'm like, oh, hey, Merlin, hey. <laughs> oh, glow up, eh? Yeah, he did, definitely. Uh-huh. Totally natural, no magic <laughs> yeah. involved. Gangster. Right, right. And then uh, uh, Living in the Dead, he is he is fine. So <laughs> Because he, I was going to say, even in Doctor Who, in the one episode he's in, he has that same bowl cut. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think he was probably like, in the middle of Merlin when he did that one. Probably. He must have been. Yeah. Like The timing seems way too weird. Yeah. It's funny because I was thinking of like other actors and I just like, again, just because he's top of mind and I love him and everything he does. But like Taika Waititi as a villain, that's Ooh. supernatural. You know what's funny is I watched, they, he just did a daily show interview with Leslie Jones and he Ooh. has, cause she's, she's like guest hosting on the daily show. And so of course they wanted to talk about Our Flag Means Death and he has a new film coming out and he had such... 
uh, chaotic energy. Like it, he couldn't, he was tripping over his own words. Like he couldn't even get a full sentence out before he had another thought. Like I was like, Oh honey, take a breath. Calm down. Like, <laughs> Oh yeah. No, his energy. He did an ad yeah. recently um, for like, I don't know what it was, but it was being aired in New Zealand. And it oh, was, yeah, I see. I saw that. The, yeah. the pro racism ad. Oh, I didn't see <laughs> that. Just, oh, it's like sarcastically like, I like I'm a native New Zealander, so I'm pro racism, like totally oh. tongue in cheek. <laughs> and the idea basically being is like, even if you're the littlest bit racist and no one else sees it, the people you're being racist to know it and it affects them and it hurts them. So you're doing a great job at being racist. Oh my god. And like the idea basically being is like no matter how much like you mask your racism, uh-huh. the people you're you're sure referring to understand it and are hurt by it. Right. So like Stop every it. little bit of racism <laughs> accounts essentially sure. so it's like very tongue-in-cheek but yeah. like really like oh my gosh that's him but it's also him playing the villain which is weird <laughs> yeah yeah that's you know about our flag means death when he really kind of gets deep into his feels and you're like no but i yeah. want to like you stop it yeah well even in, even at his worst like when he's like i'm picturing him like when he's kind of going mad and having uh yeah th- them fight to the death and he's gonna also blow up the mask he's like yeah i was gonna do it anyways yeah yeah like, he is yeah he's got that energy where like, you he, love to hate him you know that's it he's yeah. like he's very much um i keep saying doctor who but like uh the master from doctor who again like just mm-hmm. this like jovial like everything sucks and i hate the world so yes. i'm just gonna get rid of it because i can yeah. and it's funny <laughs> like just like I'm evil, yeah. but I'm fun. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, he'd be great too, yeah. Oh, uh, and I just, I That's picture that, like, them getting to, like, the final room and turning the chair and it's just him being like, yep, you found me. That's you it. That's me. how this yep. works. I have a puzzle. You beat the puzzle. You get to me. And now you're going to try to kill me. Yep. And you know, I'm okay with that. It's like a final puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Like, just, like, super, like, accepting of it. Like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. They're like, what, what's the point here? That's funny. I love oh, it. Oh, I love this. Okay, so the boys in a supernatural... Oh my god, what if it was actually a supernatural theme <laughs> escape room? <laughs> like, based off the books? And they couldn't, oh answer, they couldn't answer the questions truthfully because they're like, no. No. They, oh there's no god, way they yes. could know that, really. Like, like Dean and the Rhonda Hurley panties question would come up. And he's like, <laughs> yes. mm-mm. No. Oh, uh, just like to be thematic, <laughs> it would have like recordings of like actors playing yeah. them, like reading lines to them in their voice, like, hey, this is Dean. <laughs> I'm just driving down the road in my gorgeous Impala, and I just think I'll give you a hint. Like, just like the cringiest, like, oh my cheap, gosh. like they just hired a fan off like Kijiji or I like Craigslist. Love it. <laughs> oh my god. I think that just adds an extra layer to how like obnoxious mm-hmm. it would be. Mm, yeah. That would be and absurd. then it would piss off Sam even more that he can't solve the puzzles because they're puzzles like that he supposedly created for the room. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh my god. If the theme was like Sam and Dean created these oh puzzles, and they're like, I am Sam and Dean. <laughs> what is- oh my god. And just like Sam being like, No, I would never do it that way. That's so stupid. <laughs> That's awesome. I think that is a brilliant episode. I love oh my it. god. The problem with every one of these is I really like. I know I'm going to be hoping for something this good in the show. And like, I might get it sometimes, but like, I never know. Yeah. Yeah. You'll get a touch of it. I think it's season 14. They do something. Oh my God. 
cute yeah seven more years, seasons from now years from now <laughs> years from now about well, how many Katie, how many seasons per year do you all do uh I, i've like lost count because we're halfway through now we're officially like season okay. seven midpoint is the halfway of the entire series in theory and we've been doing this now for about three years if i'm okay. not mistaken all right so in theory in three to four years we'll be done okay which is also ridiculous yeah imagine. it is it is <laughs> And we were already, we're, anyone listening now, we're already discussing what the future holds for the show in three to four years. You know, when you all, you all will be finishing Supernatural when my oldest, oldest daughter uh, graduates high school. <laughs> oh, well, Mary's little one will be getting, yes. will be in high school then already too. Oh That's going to be like a shocker even for me. My God, he's yeah. a baby still in my mind. <laughs> Well, Katie, this was so much fun. I loved having you on for this. Thank I loved you. all the tangents we got into for other media. Yeah, and I honestly. have a list of new things to go watch. I'm super excited about. Yeah. Um, anything you want to plug? Yeah, if you want to listen to uh, Destiel audiobooks that I read with the author's permission, uh, the podcast is Making It Up As We Go, a Destiel fanfic anthology podcast. If you like Our Flag Means Death, we have covered both seasons that are out. Uh, Mary and I have, and that is the Gentleman Pirates Library. That is wherever uh, podcasts are found. And then you can find me on AO3 as Nerdy Nerdenstein. And you can find me on Twitter as Dusty L. Cannon. And I will be linking to all of these in the show notes as well, in case you, like me, have trouble spelling things sometimes. <laughs> I will tag everything. It's my biggest pet peeve. People go like, oh, follow me here. And it's like, well, I, I have no know. idea how to spell that in some <laughs> weird way. Makes sense. Um, yours are actually all pretty straightforward, but just in case, they're all in the notes for everybody else. Mm -hmm. um, again, thank you. This was so much hey, fun. I you. Oh my God, a Minotaur episode. I love this. I love it. I really would love that. That would be so much fun. Amen. <laughs> You've been listening to Carrying Wayward Minisode. We hope you enjoyed, and please let us know what you thought on Twitter, Instagram, or wherever socials you're on now, at Carrying Wayward. And until next time, carry on our wayward friends.